Hello, and welcome to Starter Set. My name, Ed Sylvester. This is... Sam Well Bradshire. And welcome to the show that takes you deeper into the pages of Dungeons and Dragons. That was very good. That was very, that was rousing, like a young Winston Churchill without all the problematic racism. Mmm, we shall roll dice. On the we beaches. We will never not roll dice. <laughs> How have you been, Eduardo? On the beaches. I've been very well, thank you, Samuel. Very well indeed. Um, yeah, I've had a nice, nice D&D week, which I'm going to start with without even asking you about yours. So, tough tits, here I go. Oh, no. <laughs> um, yeah. D&D, so obviously we didn't have our Tuesday session that you and me play in, and we've spoken about that in the previous show, but this one, mm-hmm. hmm, lots of fun. So, if you remember correctly, Analias, my human wizard, um, had some fun with some vampires last time round, right? And I got to use the yeah. spell slow for the first time, which was fucking awesome. Um, oh, cool. I genuinely didn't realise how... I mean, I've seen it used, but I genuinely didn't realise how fantastic that spell is, especially for crowd control. Uh, yeah. and it's just insane but we basically we turned up at a village after dealing with some external vampire issues it's run by um, robots I don't think they're warforged but they might be warforged but that hasn't really been like discussed too much automaton type things correct and I was like hey automatons because like I'm a wizard we build you sort of things and they were like Pazoo! and they stabbed me with a big needle and Ooh. put a little green light on saying not a vampire so that was fun to find out oh like a sort of like a clothes shop tag type thing yeah exactly oh no, no, <laughs> no but that would be really useful as well could you um and then they were like right go up to the big house that's where everybody is so we go mm-hmm. up to the big house where everybody is and um we're let in by this guy called Smythe, who you know Nobody who sounds fucking evil as, yeah. as anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Smythe lets us in, and it's like a roaring beer hall party. Like, okay, you try and speak to the bar people, and they're like, "Do you know what will solve your problems?" And you say, "No, what?" And they go, "More beer!" And, and there was a lot of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, carousing. Now, an alias uh, takes after myself in this environment of like this seems to be a big party club scene uh i would like to go and find the quiet space in the in the club please where i can have a nice sit down and enjoy my drink and maybe have a conversation uh <laughs> turns out that doesn't exist so no. um so good that, that shouldn't exist people who don't like to party shouldn't be accommodated at parties uh, go or don't go excuse me we go have, or don't go there's plenties to be contributed about having a conversation oh, around mm. I know you're having a good time having a drink and trying to let go of your uh, your fears and insecurities but oh, I've got a little bit of a sideways look on the week's news if you'd like to hear it mm, no, 100, no I wouldn't 100% uh, but luckily I broke into a room so this escalated yeah. quickly broke into a room which was quiet so you know I'll do a little bit of breaking and entering to find a bit of peace and quiet and then I learned some spells mm-hmm. which is always lovely Oh, that's cool. Yeah, very enjoyable. Well, we had fun, the pair of us, mm. talking to Dads and Dragons. No, we're going to be on the Dads and Dragons podcast in the coming couple of weeks, I think it is. We'll keep you up to date um, about when they're going to release it, when they cut it all together and uh, do the stuff. And yeah, I had so much fun 
that was just really nice to just talk to people that wasn't you, Ed, about D&D. Not that you're not great, <laughs> but it's just nice to sort of be on, you know, be on someone else's couch. Yeah, very much so. I It, um, it was strange. I, I felt like I was looking in a somewhat warped mirror because the dynamic between those two is very similar to the di- dynamic between ourselves. Maybe yeah. a little bit more clean on their side for sure how dare you well you're the one that swore they said to us the last thing they said before they turned on the mic <laughs> was uh, just keep it a little bit clean and I was like I was sweating it a little bit but I'm a professional you know so um, I didn't swear and then Ed used the word wanky yeah 10 minutes in <laughs> wanky hard W <laughs> you could have just said pretentious I know you but could I could have just said pretentious for so long that's too long a word that's three syllables, not two. <laughs> yeah, I had to count that then, actually. <laughs> oh, no, that was a lot of fun, and we'll let you know um, when it's going to be out on the socials. Mm. I can't help but notice we've got quite a bit to get into. Yes. So you want to just play the ads now, and uh, we're, we're journeying through the multiverse. We're going to look at the Unearthed Arcana document uh, regarding Travellers of the Multiverse. So when we come back, we're going to be talking about some new races, some of which you might recognise. And that's all I'll say for now. Run the ads. Are you an avid player of the Elder Scrolls Online and looking to take your game to that next level? Well, the Red Diamond Courier Podcast is here to help. I'm Bob Chichinsky. And I'm Dogbark24. We are two experienced players aiming to help others learn and improve through in-game knowledge and references. From PvE to PvP, and everything in between. There's sure to be something for you in the Red Diamond Courier. We, we hope, hope you check, check us, us out. out. Thanks. And welcome back. So, uh, we lied to you last week when we said, oh, next week will be our last Triple M, and go and vote on our Patreon to yes. see whether you want fairies or Herigons. Hair today, gone tomorrow. I should probably Zing. save that joke if that's the... Whatever, I've done it yeah. already. Um, don't go rabbiting on. Yeah, don't... <laughs> <laughs> Very good. But um, this document was dropped and we felt like actually it fits nicely into the Triple M, more miscellaneous Marvels body of work, right? Yeah, it so does. we wanted to have a chat. Yeah, when this gets released as a proper book next year we'll probably go over it depending on what other stuff is out there at the minute but oh, 100%. this is yeah definitely this is the playtest material and uh, we obviously did our um, we did a series way back didn't we about playtest the playtest that became a lot of the stuff for uh, Tasha's remember yep. that Unearthed Arcana when I could never ever say Unearthed Arcana and I still can't really oh, say it very well Ed what are we covering I if yeah stuff um, but this this week we're looking at a document called Travelers of the Multiverse. Um, now I am very excited about this document because that gives an indication into potentially what we're going to see coming out next year or, or within the back end of this year. I don't know. What Definitely. this indicates, ladies and gentlemen, is a fantastic area of the Dungeons and Dragons historical um, bodies of work. And I, of course, am referring to that of the Spelljammer campaigns 
Dungeons. You love a spelljammer, don't you? I do. I've, I've, to a point where I've adapted the old ones from the '80s into uh, my homebrew campaign, and they're not. Yeah, because they're in, they're in um, Campaign Chronicles, aren't they? They are correct. Um, they function very differently to what the spelljammers are in uh, the historical pieces, but they do. They, they are. Um, they, they basically. F- Fly slash space travel across a miasmic field, which could also be like going, oh, it's water, but it's not water because if if you fall on water, you can swim. If you fall off these, you just uh, fall to the singularity at the center of the world and get crushed into nothingness, which is always fun. (laughs) Swimming. Yeah. So, Travelers of the Multiverse goes, if if we're looking at this now, that means that Spelljammers is just around the corner. That gets me very excited. So, what is a spell jammer? I hear you will cry, but don't actually because this is a pre-recorded audio thing. Um, so it's basically a magically powered vessel that looks like a typical ship, I suppose, dependent on you know whatever you do, what where what race is built it. Yeah, it's like a steampunk s- spaceship. Let's not let's not juice it too much. Well, it's a steampunk spaceship from the, like the Victorian times when you look like. Here's what they thought the year 2021 would be in 1850. And it's like people wearing diving helmets on the moon and shit like that. It's that kind of thing, isn't it? A little bit. So it yes and no. So yes, you're you're right in in some of those versions. It basically depends on who built the ship. That's the fun thing about these. So you're what you're describing there is like the dwarves that build the ships, and they they build these like uh, coal-powered spaceships, basically, which is really kind of exciting on there. The elves are very, like, um, flamboyant and and look more like um, your typical... It's kind of like the, the Asgard. You know, the Asgard spaceships? Yes. yes, the Asgardian attack ships in, yeah, in Marvel. That's, yeah. that's the perfect example of what the elves ones looks like. And the fun ones, the really fun ones, are the Mind Flayer ships, because they look like... Um, Nautilus, the the not as in Nautilus. Oh, as fun! In, um, the you know the <laughs> the old with the big shells on the back. They're old. The Nautilus is named after the old um, flipping seafaring crustaceany things. Yeah, I think I know what you mean. Yeah, yes, the long things like the giant squid type things. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So they, okay. you know, that's yeah. their motif and all that sort of stuff. So they they are very cool. Um, so, with that in mind, I've yab- rabbited and yabbited on about spell jammers and what those <laughs> campaigns look like, which is like, you know, space but seafaring, so that's really but exciting. Not, yeah. We got six. We got six new races to crank into here. Um, yeah. We're going to do it all at once. We're not going to get too deep into these things because ultimately. We're going to do it all got... at once. We're going to do every like some sort of day. Just not just. Ah! There you go. <laughs> all at once. <laughs> Goodbye, everybody. All of our words will be compressed into just one sound for the entire day. And then. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and what I want to do really is shout out our listeners who have taken a dive into the uh, homebrew heroes or the manual thereof that we obviously sell on the DMs Guild. And see if you can see some familiarities and similarities between what's been created. I'm not saying that Dungeon, uh, what's it called, Wizards of the Coast, <laughs> have have read our material and decided to pick it to pieces for their own monetary gain. But I'm also not saying that. Yeah. So, there's some yeah. implication. And there. technically, yeah, and technically, because this is audio, it's 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 was it? It's not uh, not slander. It's liable. There we go. Didn't know that. That's good to know. All the other way around. 
Yeah, it's the other way around. They're both legal, but anyway, moving on. Lovely stuff. Astral elves. Yeah, so so we got six. The first of which are astral elves, right? So we don't have a huge amount going on here, but basically, these are elves who were chilling in the Feywild, and they were like, "Do you know what? That's not the best place to be. I'm going to go and spend some time in the astral plane." So they switch yeah. over, and because the astral plane like doesn't, you don't age or anything like that. These guys are super old, but thousands of years. Yeah, but something like but that. not actually because obviously the time that's passed isn't actually them aging. It's just you're stuck in that time. Yeah, limbo. Yeah, so exactly, to speak. exactly. Um, so the way that these guys tend to experience life is through time, and I was reading. Oh, I was reading parts of this. Um, and it didn't half feel like lockdown at some points because ultimately it says some are prone <laughs> to melancholy while others play an absence of feeling and it's like many look for creative ways to occupy themselves yeah, exactly <laughs> exactly and i was like god that's that's exactly what happens um especially here's one thing i do like about them is you have um of all the abilities and there are a few but ones that i'm going to pick out are trance mm. not like like it's basically the um, Warforge thing. Yeah. You don't need to sleep. Magic can't put you to sleep. You can finish a long rest in four hours if you spend those hours in a trance-like meditation during which you remain conscious. Now, off that, you get trance proficiencies. Whenever you finish a long rest using the previous trait, you gain two proficiencies. It's like a weapon or a tool from the player's handbook. Mm-hmm. Um, which... T- to me, is like a little bit of Sicantio thing. That's kind of what the Sicantio are all about. I'm not. I'm not trying to play it off. Oh, they stole that idea. But I'm just saying that's kind of what it's like in that you become a temporary master of something very specific. Um, I really like that feature. Yeah, it, it it's um, the knowledge cleric has this ability as well. That's their divine sort of um, really yeah influences. They have temporary knowledge of a tool or a proficiency or whatever so this is actually i mean it's really nice to see i like that a lot it's got that like i've learned things over the years but to kind of regain that knowledge i've got to spend some time just going back through my you know my memory banks because like you're in the astral plane and you spent like 400 years trying to flick a pea into a milk bottle from one end of nothing to the other end of nothing and you can do it you just need to like remember how you did it yeah you just gotta get your your headspace back into that same space where you were doing that and then oh yeah i've got got this um Mm -hmm. so those are astral elves more elves to add to the ever-growing list of a type of elf so many elves Oh dear, and we—that was our what second episode or third episode where we talked about elves, and that was—and that's—it's like a fucking hour long. I went back and listened to it the other day. Yeah. Oh god, we get it. Point is, live a long time. Live in the woods. <laughs> Don't live in the woods. Live underground. That's it. Um, next up, we have <laughs> your pocket warforged. You know, you're like, ah, if only my mm-hmm. warforged was more condensed and tiny, but still did everything else that I needed it to do. Um, yeah. Auto gnomes. They are literally what they say on the tin. Yeah, this was a weird one. It, it, this is like. So these are just mechanically built, like gnomes, basically. Uh-huh, 100%. I think if we're looking at, at where we think they're going to be, and if they are going to be part of spell jammers, I think what they're looking at here is we can now create a relationship which is there's more than one droid. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, R2-D2 and C3. Yeah, exactly. You have a tall, thin um, uh, Warforged. Warforged. And then, a, and then a tiny squat auto gnome, and then you've got who fell over. He had some pan pipes in him, and he bang, and they rammed it at the back. So <laughs> now he's just like, <laughs> exactly, exactly. So yeah, so they're they're quite fun. So they're technically built by rock gnomes in their image, but then they've created, they've got their own now life force, and that's kind of their thing. Um, mm. What I like about this is the um, they have a D8 uh, story story prompt. Yes. Because it's not, it's Warforged, but it's not quite. And, and some of these are like, some of these are, are genuinely really good kickoff points. Like, you were stolen from your creator and want to return. Um, your creator built you to complete a special mission. Um, so you can kind of lean into that like Wally thing. Because one of them is also your creator died and left you to fend for yourself. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Like, what's my new purpose? Like, but I'm just going to continue doing the other. Things. This is this. Could be like iRobot. Well. That's also true. That's my first thought. That's also true. Um, when it was like a glitch caused you to forget your original programming. Because that, isn't that the point that he has like two brains, positronic brains, and one of them lets him ignore Other the one. three rules of robotics? Yes. Yeah, yeah basically. Um, quick call out of an ability that I think is lovely with these guys. Uh, true life. Mm. So um, this is basically you gain hit points if the mending spell is cast upon you, which is awesome. Makes sense, but really cool. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So that's really fun. Um, you have to expend your hit dice, but the fact that you can just do Whatever. that when you're when you're running around. But the really cool things, um, duh, 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 because technically you are a construct. The nice things is like cure yeah. wounds, healing words, and spare the dying still affects you based upon I don't know. However, you were built. You have yeah, a, you're a consciousness. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is interesting because if consciousness is the thing that allows you to then benefit off these um, these abilities that's when you start having mm. some real deep metaphysical questions um, yeah. oh no I appear to have gone cross-eyed <laughs> yeah exactly uh, Sam who have we got next in the lineup? we've got the gif these are not giraffe people they're sort of hippo people what I want you to imagine is and I don't know if this is something that's translated over to any audience that isn't the UK. Do you remember Barbar the Elephant? Yeah. And he's sort of his family were like he lived in some sort of post-colonial India with his family mm -hmm. who were like elephant people but they wore suits and shit like that. This is kind of how I imagine them. They're, they're tall broad-shouldered folk with hippo-like features. They're smooth skin. Uh, they're quite broad and they've got like hippo heads as far as I can sort of uh, tail they're kind of like Loxodon um, except they have like this they have like just as many traditions and that kind of mm -hmm. thing yeah um, they're very specific you know some of <laughs> one of the things I do like about the culture there's only probably about three paragraphs of culture because obviously it's playtest um, they're very specific the gif are split into two camps concerning uh, how their name is pronounced it's some of them say it's hard G some of them say soft G and I get it like gif gif yeah uh, it's very very mm. funny um, but yeah, they, they, they seem fun. They're another sort of people, if animal, race. Yeah, But 100%. they seem to like, they seem to be doing it with a wink this time. They're like a kind of like, yeah, fucking we know. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Just roll with it. You've got some, you know, you're a, you're a thinker and you're a, uh, quite heavy, but you're still medium. You can attack, but you can play it kind of like big fighter, mm -hmm. bombastic fighter, or big bombastic 
that's what these guys like. feel like big bombastic over the top um, and part of that like um, fucking what's his name the leader of the Gungans boss Nass. yes <laughs> yeah guy. yeah exactly um, and like that's reflected into one of their abilities quite nicely as well which is damage dealer um, so they're adept yeah. at hitting things if you roll one on a damage dice you get to re-roll it basically so that's that's quite a nice kind of like we're big bombastic I've knocked over a thing or uh oh I kicked you in the face um, mm -hmm. that's what's happened there I'm so, I'm so terribly sorry <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah 100% um, next up this is interesting so this is one don't start me on this <laughs> um, right this is Fucking plagiarism is what this is. This is theft. So we have witnessing a crime. We have um, the Hadoozy, I think. Hados, Hadoozy. No, because it's like chimpanzee, isn't it? It's Hadozy. Oh, yeah, right. yeah. You you might actually be correct there. So these are. Um, Don't say it like that. Rude. First what, of all, you, can... you might actually be correct. Oh, fucking stop <laughs> me in the street. <laughs> That's true. Um, so these are. Basically, imagine that the Simians and the Gangi got together. Yeah, and the Gangi! I'd forgotten yeah, about that. Yeah, got together in space and things happened that was very weird. But ultimately... You've watched that. You would absolutely watch. Absolutely not. Not that. You, would. You, would, um, you bloody would. With the spines. You wonder where the spines <laughs> would go. These are uh, Simian-featured people which have natural climb. They're naturally ability of climb. But here's the thing. They have membranes of skin, skin, sorry, that hangs loosely from yeah. their thing, which allows them to glide, like Gangi. Can we call anyone about this? I don't this? know. I don't think we can, Sam. Because this seems... It's in, It's funny. funny. It's a, it, do you know what it is? Is You look at this thing and, you, and, and stuff like this, and you go, hang on, that's the thing that, like, we spent some time thinking about weird stuff like this. But it just tends to happen. I find these things cycle through. Um, and I don't know what it is, like, you just look around at, at certain zeitgeists and you go, that hasn't been done, let's do that. It's like what I was mm. talking about, about the Egyptian thing. You, since then, do you know what I found out? That the God of War um, for PlayStation, that, that the one where it's set in the Norse world. Um, yeah, sure. it's fantastic. Um, so the latest God of mm -hmm. War, it's a Nordic one. They were originally going to do that in Egypt. The first ever teaser trailer for that was set in Egypt. And then... Really? Yeah. And then everybody was getting all like, oh, let's have a look at the Nordic thing. So they obviously went, well, this is popular. Let's do that. So I just think it's just those shifts in times and things like is that. It, yeah. Or is it? That's a good point. <laughs> Counter argument. Mm. Chris Perkins and old Jezza Crawford. Hey, man. They've been they've been trawling the DMs guild and someone's gone, you know that's ready, that's gotta be ready for next week. And he's gone, you what? That's gotta be ready for next week. Right, give us a minute. Clickety click click click. Why don't we have hang on, this looks good. Yeah? Start set copyright, yeah. That's not a thing. Boom, I love that. Uh yeah, I don't know. Put how me to... on payroll. Uh... Put me on the payroll. <laughs> brilliant um so yeah so they've got uh, the the things that are similar they've obviously got a glide uh, like the gangi mm. and they've got um some ability to use their feet like the simians as hands kind of thing so if this mm. comes out in a proper book and it looks like the art that we had done 
right? Are you? Are you? Is that it? You're going to the the big. I'm going to go full Aaron Brockovich on this. Less serious, <laughs> obviously, but I will. <laughs> They're going to need the UN to get me off. Brilliant. I like it. Next up, before <laughs> that gets a little too um, tin hats, let's go to I think the possibly the most fun out of this um these are really cool the, things, the yeah. plasmoids yeah and they're just they're exactly how they sound they're just like human-esque amoebas you know hands legs, but it's heads, not and... yeah it's not like a detrimental thing like um the uanti pure thing where it's just like you're just a snake basically with like a human hand or something sure or a human head yeah this is sort of like they're amorphous blobs you can choose whether you're medium or small but you can sort of like Martian manhunter yourself into like a person so it's not always going to be like oh yeah nice to meet you nice to meet you nice to what the fuck is that yeah do you know what I mean you can still yeah 100%. play as a human it doesn't kind of uh, ruin the the game what I one of the things that I like, which isn't necessarily this isn't an ability, it's just part of the flavor text here, is when plasmoids sleep, they just lose their rigidity. So like the thing that's kind of holds them together and like makes them like a solid sort of <laughs> arms, legs, and head just goes. Yeah, don't worry about that. We're tired, and you just go <laughs> and like you just pop a fool into this yeah. kind of like puddle of ooze, and then you wake up again, and it all just. <laughs> into one thing again yeah. I just like it because I can make so many of those noises oh yeah mm. it reminded me a lot of uh, Xenon Bloom from um, that episode of Rick and Morty the uh, the Anatomy Park the yes. guy John Oliver voices yeah if you would like a more obscure reference it also reminded me of Ink from Batman Beyond if you ever oh. watched that the uh, the uh, shape shifty blob he was really cool actually they brought her back for a couple of episodes mm. um, kind of reminded me of that because you you have advantage against being poisoned and that you can squeeze through blobs you know like Sicantio can do that um, you can squeeze through blobs <laughs> <laughs> and, and spaces like as narrow as an inch yeah and you can also change your appearance as well yeah, it's great. I like. I yeah. I th- I think they're a lot of fun. I think people will have a lot of fun building those. And I also. What's the pseudopod thing? Sorry, I'm just reading that. You can extrude a pseudopod that is up to six inches wide, don't, and ten feet long, or reabsorb it into your body. You can use a pseudopod to manipulate an object, unlock a door, stow. It's it's a fucking. I can reach that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And your arm gets really long. Yeah, it's it's uh, Mr. Fantastic. What talking about. Right, yeah, except you can't attack, activate magical items, or carry more than ten pounds, which Sicantio can all do. So you pick your favourite. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then finally, we come to uh, three Kreen, which we've seen before. We've seen these guys before in, I think, two other books. I mean, we've also seen the gift before in another book as well. As but they're always as um, uh, enemies or, or part of the monstrous areas. Mm. Um, so these guys are your space insect people right um it's like the rick and morty where they fuck up the universe the, oh, the, the cronenberg the, um, the cronenberg ones thank you i was trying to think of yeah the cronenberg rick and morty that's kind of like they just went totally off and they were like oh yeah let's just 
make it really weird. Yeah, yeah, 100%. The great thing that I like about these guys is the way that they communicate. Like, yes, you've got some abilities and stuff like that, but ultimately, the way that they, they audibly communicate is not a way that other people can respond to so they clack and wave their mandibles around and you've got like pheromone sense like oh kind of like um ankeg people uh yeah but like yeah they're basically think of them as ankegs but instead of being like i i'm just an et person they've got sentience behind them um so so they do all these sort of clicks and pheromones and all that kind of thing um but they have a form of telepathy tele- telepathy thank you very much um which allows them to communicate with other folks. So the really cool thing, or the, or this immediately caught sort of conjured up images in my mind of like something that looks quite monstrous, but actually when you have the voice in your head, it could be something that's quite uh, relaxing, chilled, or like very big and calming, <laughs> and you feel quite good actually talking yeah. to this thing. And you know what I mean? You know when like... Um, it made me think of the Rachni in the Mass Effect games, where you speak to the, the queen and she's got this really nice sort of velvety voice. Hello. Less, more, more, um, <laughs> more Claudia Black than that. Um, no, oh, Tara, we're not going to. Let's not do this anymore. I don't know who Claudia Black is. <laughs> oh, fine. Um, she's a she's a good actress and voice actress. Well, I don't know if she's. What does she sound like? Does she sound like this? Um, I'm trying to think what she's in. Oh, have you seen Final Space? Okay, no. fine. Doesn't matter. Do a quick IMDb <laughs> after this. Um, yeah, and then they've got they've got four arms, so that's kind of interesting. So the secondary arms can do some more stuff. Um, they have a basic kind of... How would I say it? Uh, camouflage? that they can kind of like shift their carapace to a slightly oh, different colour. Yeah. Like cuttlefish. Um, so that's quite exciting. Cuttlefish. Cuttlefish. Yeah. yeah, which is great. So there's some really cool stuff in this document. And Have you noticed that a lot of these races have something to do with their long rests? Like mm. the three cream get a bump on a long rest. Um, the autonomes have yeah. like the sentries rest. You can do it in six hours. The astral elf has the, the trance provisions yeah. that we, yep, yep, we yep, talked yep. about. Maybe that's just like just just a weird little thing because it's astral and time. There's no day or night, so that's the key to space travel. Maybe just like or sleeping. Yeah, sleeping. If you can sleep for extended periods of time, but still be slightly awake for it, you can space travel a little mm. bit better. You know what I mean? I could do that. Call me up, NASA. If that's the key, <laughs> forget learning Russian. I can do that. I can sleep, but also I'm a light sleeper. There you go. I mean, I don't know why they're not there outside already, Sam. I don't know why you're still here. Well, maybe it's just sarcasm holding us both back. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Well, look, let's bring the show to a close on that one. Um, Next week, we will do um, the chosen one from the Patreon vote. Um, If you want, that's still open. So that is... It is. Patreon.com slash starter set. You can vote which one you want us to talk about, Fairy or Haragon. Um... Um, yeah, let's bring the show to a close. As always... You know, you know what they are. You know what they are. <laughs> it's better be good. <laughs> it's good. Hair are gone today. No, I fucked that up. Hair today, gone tomorrow. You know that's the you know that's the one I did at the beginning of this this episode, right? Is it? Yeah. 
Fuck. I thought that was That's a bit. really bad. I thought that was a bit, but you were like, no, I've genuinely thought about this by myself. No, I must have stopped oh, listening. I'm great. terribly sorry. Especially in an episode where you've gone like, everyone's copying me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dear. Look, you've oh, been our listeners. We've been starter set. Hell. Roll well, and we will see you next week. Goodbye. Goodbye.